Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Drunken Network with Steve Summers. Back at it for our final hour here on a Monday. Uh, talking earlier, but uh, after a pause in the uh, the tropical Atlantic hurricane season, uh, things may be becoming a bit more active once again this week. Uh, one storm may take shape a few hundred miles from Bermuda. Another system slowly organizes near Central America. Yeah, showers and thunderstorms continue to better organize around an elongated area of low pressure several hundred miles east and southeast of Bermuda. Now, that organization trend is expected to continue early this week. And a subtropical depression, or possibly storm, is likely to form. Now, they explain what a subtropical storm is, all that good stuff. Further south and west, uh, they're actively monitoring an area of the Caribbean where a system may form. A slowly spinning area of low pressure that generates areas of showers and thunderstorms. Uh, Disturbances that are drawn into the unsettled setup uh, can develop into tropical depressions, tropical storms, or even hurricanes. Confidence continues to grow for an area of low pressure to develop by the end of the week over the western portion of the Caribbean. Uh, Any potential storm is likely to be slow-moving at first before it gets picked up by a non-tropical system over the uh, U.S. eastern coast and gets steered toward the northeast. Uh, Given the warm waters and the potential for low wind shear, Favorable conditions for tropical development in the Caribbean, there is some risk for some significant strengthening of this feature before it moves to the north. Projections on the exact track uh, would be a moot point this far out. Uh, Forecasters are pondering a couple of scenarios that may be in play, and they're advising interests in the area to pay close attention, though. Uh, When and where the interaction with the non-tropical system over the eastern U.S. occurs, that's going to determine if the storm makes it uh, into the eastern Gulf of Mexico, or might it be steered south and east of Florida over the Bahamas, then out to sea. But right now, residents and interests in Jamaica, Cayman Islands, Cuba, Bahamas, and U.S. East Coast should pay attention to this particular system, according to forecasters. Travelers Weather, a service of our friends at Travel Centers of America, TA and Petro Stopping Centers, home of the World Blends Coffee, the freshest roast on the road. Hey, good morning, Philip. Morning, Steve. How you doing, bud? Doing well. Are you being advised to pay attention to that one we were just talking about? Oh, I... 
I've said it the last few days, if anybody's listened to the show, uh, between the 23rd and about the 27th, I'm watching down there. Um, the way the trends are, if you look at the, over time, most of our storms this time of the year build around Nicaragua down in that area down there, and they come up over that way. Uh, we've had a lot of them. I believe one of them was Wilma, um, was one of the storms that did that. There's, it, it, sends, it tends to trend where it builds in by Central America and then comes up either into the Gulf, like you said, or it goes over Cuba, and it comes up through Florida. So I would, even in the Outer Banks, because even if we don't get it in Florida, the Outer Banks will go straight up towards there. The models have trended that the last few days. But I looked at the models yesterday, and the models were not in agreement with any of that stuff. They were showing it was there was going to be a high that would be coming down and pushing a lot of that stuff south. Hmm. But it's a it's a waiting game. Um, I don't believe a model that's more than more than three to five days, to be quite honest. So, have you looked at the models any? I have not really seen the models yet. Yeah, I have been this this year. I've been a lot more intense with watching the models than. I, because of Laura and the situations like that, I've been more intense watching the models and watching how things go. Um, this year, used to be we watched it, yeah, or whatever, you know, that type of thing. But this year, I'm really getting into it. I mean, this has been a crazy year with the hurricanes. It's been a crazy year. So, and with the COVID and everything, it's been even worse. Uh, my sister was in Laura, and she's over in Texas now. She's been over there since Laura. And uh, they don't know when they'll be able to go back to living normal in Cameron. So, I mean, it's rough right now. So what did you think about SpaceX yesterday with their launch? I, what did they launch yesterday? What was the latest? Uh, the latest yesterday was we have more Starlink satellites. Starlink up. launch, so, okay. So we have 800 Starlinks now because they had uh, – just about 800 yet, uh, before yesterday. So now we have over 800 of those little guys floating around in the sky. I think they're doing 60 per pop, right? Pretty much. It's pretty much. It's uh, and it was a good clean launch. I mean, they landed it back onto the bra, the the um, back onto the barge, and uh, they also, I believe, they caught the fairings too. I don't, do you know about that? Uh, that I, I I didn't see that sort of story. I saw, I saw that. I guess. One of the stories over the weekend was uh, Elon Musk says we're going to Mars by 2024. You never know with Elon. But, but uh, if you look at the rocket, you know, the very top of the rocket, they have a cover that goes over the payload, their fairings. Uh, used to be those were non-retrievable. Well, Elon Musk figured out a way to get those back down here. He's got a ship or two ships that catch the, the fairings down on the water, and they bring them back and they reuse them. The rocket that was launched yesterday, Steve, you know how many times it had been launched previously? Its sixth mission was yesterday. Wow. So that that rocket had been reused six times. That's amazing. You know how much money that saved? Oh, that's the, that's the, that's the actual purpose, right? It saves a ton of money. Well, he said it takes uh, every time that you see a, a rocket go up, you know, you're throwing about $10 million bucks away. He said when they reuse them, they're, they're only spending about $100,000 in repairs, if that, to get that thing back up and going. 
So, I mean, that's a big savings of money there. I mean, he's got it going. He's got it going better than ULA does right now. I hope ULA gets it together, though. But uh, I appreciate your time, bud. I'm going to let you go. I know you got more folks waiting. So, hey, y'all have, have a good day. Have a good morning. Thanks for checking in, as always. Yeah, after uh, uh, separately in uh, the space race, we'll, we'll mention uh, what Elon had to say about going to Mars sooner than we ever thought. Uh, after almost two years circling an ancient asteroid hundreds of millions of miles away, uh, a NASA spacecraft, uh, tomorrow as a matter of fact, Tuesday, will attempt to descend to the surface and snatch a handful of rubble. That's the plan. That all unfolds Tuesday as the U.S. takes its first crack at collecting asteroid samples to bring back to Earth, uh, which is a feat that thus far has only been accomplished by Japan. Uh, Brimming with names inspired by Egyptian mythology, the Osiris-Rex mission, looking to bring back at least two ounces worth of this asteroid which would be the biggest otherworldly haul from any place beyond the moon. Yeah, they're aiming to land the craft on a relatively flat, uh, say, middle tennis court-sized crater. Something that's really just equivalent to maybe a few parking places here on Earth, because everywhere else there's big boulders and rocks and so for, for some perspective, the next time you park your car in front of your house or in front of a coffee shop and walk inside, think, think about the challenge of navigating uh, this spacecraft into one of those spots from 200 million miles away. That's kind of the way the, the project manager described it. Uh, once it drops out of its half-mile-high orbit, it's going to take a, a deliberate four hours to make it all the way down to, to just above the surface. And then it's got like a robotic arm, an 11-foot arm that reaches out, touches the asteroid. Contact should last 5 to 10 seconds, just long enough to shoot out pressurized nitrogen gas and suck up whatever dirt or gravel it can churn out of there. And it's all been pre-programmed. The spacecraft will operate autonomously during this touch-and-go maneuver. There's an 18-minute lag in radio communications each direction, according to ground controllers. So ground controllers cannot intervene. If the first attempt doesn't work, uh, they can try again. I think they've got the ability to try maybe up to four times. Uh, Any samples they do collect will not return or reach the Earth until 2023. You're a long way from home, right? Yeah, a long, long way. 200 million miles away. That's pretty astounding. So that's all going to be unfolding. Yes, they will be streaming. I guess this mission on uh, NASA's page, probably several others. But how bizarre, the the 18-minute lag time in communications. With that, we get a quick time out here. NHRA update. Lines available. It's 888-860-0960.
8785 on America's Trucking Network. This is the Miami Valley Gaming NHRA Report on America's Trucking Network. Defending Pro Stock World Champion Erica Enders jumped back into the points league in impressive fashion on Saturday, beating Jason Line in the final round of the NHRA Midwest Nationals, which was completed during qualifying at the AAA Texas NHRA Fall Nationals. Another racing Pro Stock Motorcycle points leader Matt Smith beat teammate Scotty Polachek in the final round of the previously postponed Midwest Nationals. Steve Torrance and Top Fuel, Matt Matt Hagen and Funny Car, Derek Kramer and Pro Stock, and Matt Smith and Pro Stock Motorcycle all finished as number one qualifiers in Texas, the ninth of 11 races in the NHRA Camping World Drag Racing Series season. Enders won for the third time in 2020, going 208 miles an hour in the final. Smith ran a 200-mile-an-hour final run in Pro Stock to win number two of the season. Steve Torrance led in top fuel in his native Texas at 327 miles an hour at 3.6 seconds. Justin Ashley a second quick, followed by the Sarge, Tony Schumacher. Matt Hagen leads the in big way. Matt Hagen leads the way in Texas in Funny Car at 3.8 seconds at 328 miles an hour. Tommy Johnson Jr. is second. Tim Wilkerson third. Lawrenceburg, Indiana's J.R. Todd is eighth. Pro Stock qualifying, Derek Kramer leads the way at 6.5 seconds, 210 miles an hour is the number one qualifier. Alex Laughlin is second quick, followed by Jason Line. Matt Smith also qualified number one in Pro Stock Motorcycle in Texas, going 6.8 seconds at 200 miles an hour. Angie Smith is second, Jerry Savoie is third. This is the Miami Valley Gaming NHRA Report on America's Trucking Network. Get back your calls here. It's 888-860-8785. You know, they say people have been uh, making dives to the wreckage of the Titanic for like 35 years. Uh, To date, no one's found any human remains, according to the company that owns the salvage rights. Uh, But the company's plan to retrieve the iconic radio equipment has kind of sparked the debate. Could the world's most famous shipwreck still hold remains of passengers or crew who died a century ago? Lawmakers for the U.S. government have raised that question due to the ongoing court battle uh, looking to block the expedition. Uh, They cite archaeologists who say remains could still be there. And they say the company fails to consider the prospect in their dive plan. Of course, 1,500 people died in that wreck. Uh, You can't possibly tell me that some human remains aren't buried deep somewhere where there are no currents, according to the uh, maritime history at Smithsonian's National Museum of American History. Yeah, the company wants to exhibit uh, the ship's Marconi wireless telegraph machine. It broadcasts the sinking ocean liner's distress calls uh, that ultimately helped save about 700 people in lifeboats. But to retrieve that equipment, that would require an unmanned submersible to slip through a skylight uh, or cut into a heavily corroded roof on the ship's deck. 
a suction dredge would remove the loose silt, while arms would uh, cut the electrical cords. Now, the RMS Titanic Incorporated, who owns the rights, they say human remains uh, likely would have been noticed uh, because they've, they've already made like 200 dives. It's not like taking a shovel to Gettysburg, they say. And there's an unwritten rule that should we see human remains, we turn off the cameras and then decide what to do next. Interesting. I think like a hundred years after the fact, I'm thinking there there ain't going to be much down there. Uh, the whole dispute, though, stems from a debate over how the Titanic's victim should be honored and whether they should hold an expedition, uh, uh, be allowed to actually enter the hull of the ship. Back in May, a federal judge in Virginia actually approved the expedition. Uh, that recovering the radio would contribute to the legacy left by the indelible loss of the Titanic, those who survived and those who gave their lives. So they're kind of going back and forth through the Court of Appeals and whatnot. Then, of course, they go into the history of the Titanic back in 1912. And they didn't actually discover the wreckage until 1985. Now, they say people on both sides of the human remains debate yeah, claim the issue is kind of being played down, uh, up or down, to support either side's particular argument. But we shall see. All right, get back to the calls following a news update. It's 888-860-8785. Make our way into a Monday, a little bit on the soggy side, depending on what part of the country you're in. And a matter of fact, it's a little bit on the snowy side. In other parts of the country, primarily parts of Montana, over into North Dakota, South Dakota. We'll break it down coming up on ATM. That was a Monday, but had a birthday over the weekend. So I wasn't here Friday. We, we didn't get to do our DA of the Week nominations. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost, month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com audio. That's carshield.com audio. And uh, I had to dig back through the, <laughs> all the way back to Friday, which I don't know about you, but right now, uh, the uh, the email box just being inundated with uh, election stuff. 
Yeah, this campaign, that campaign, every, everybody wants a buck. Just five, just a five dollar donation. But I mean, just I mean, fifty to a hundred at least per day that I've got to go through and just delete, delete, delete. Just your junk email. But I did find, yeah, from back uh, early on Friday, our D of the week nominees, starting off in Toronto, where an eleven-year-old boy. Uh, in Louisiana, facing multiple charges after allegedly stealing a school bus to take for a joyride. Uh, police in Baton Rouge allege the preteen saw the bus at an early childhood education center. Yeah, figured how to turn it on, figured it out, and yeah, headed off for a joyride. A video of the incident shows a school bus being chased by several police vehicles. The chase lasted about a half an hour before the bus crashed. Actually crashed into a gas line in a tree uh, in a woman's front yard. Severe damage to the bus. Thank goodness he was okay. According to the owner of uh, the property where the bus crashed. But not your typical Sunday afternoon occurrence for sure. Uh, there were no injuries. The boy has been charged with theft of a motor vehicle, aggravated flight, three counts of aggravated damage to property, and aggravated assault. And I would assume probably in a lot of trouble with mom and dad. Then in Knoxville, Tennessee, a man arrested for causing nearly $30,000 in damages at a Knoxville cemetery. Authorities respond to the reports of a vandalism at a church cemetery on Huckleberry Springs Road. Uh, when officers arrived at the scene, they noticed extensive damage to the cemetery, including dug-up spots in the ground and broken headstones. Witness told officers a homeless man had stayed around the property and been damaging the cemetery. They identified the suspect as 34-year-old Danny Frazier, who told officials uh, he did destroy some of the property in an effort to resurrect his dead grandmother, who's buried at the cemetery. Costa repaired the damages, roughly $30,000. Frazier's was arrested and charged, vandalism, criminal trespass. But yeah, I wonder what his procedure was looking to resurrect grandma. And one more here. Got to have your Florida guy, right? Your Florida man. Well, in this case, two men in central Florida, earning the distinction of being named the dumbest thieves of the week. It's because the Marion County Sheriff's Office had very little trouble arresting two for a string of burglaries and thefts. Now, this first guy's definitely old enough to know better. 41-year-old Robert Hobby. And uh, 23-year-old Marcus Reeves went around Ocala and the surrounding area, breaking into stores, stealing cigarettes, stealing lottery tickets. Uh, The two men left a few things behind during their crime spree, uh, like a shoe and some tools. Reeves, however, left behind his wallet and driver's license. Uh Uh-oh. Deputies went to his house, knocked on the door. The sheriff's office said he confessed. Now, he and Hobby are in jail. A total of 14 charges combined for grand theft and burglary. There you go. 
going to leave behind your wallet with your identification at the scene of the crime. That gets you a Dumbass of the Week nomination. All right, get back to the calls right after this on America's Trucking Network. We're only... Back out of here on a Monday. Let's check in with the Chevy guy. What's going on this morning? Oh, not a whole lot. They, uh, COVID. All right. Uh, my daughter was, uh, works as a maid in, uh, in West Virginia, and she was working, uh, cleaning a room for two weeks. Guy was coughing, and he was real bad, and she kept offering to call the, uh, hospital for him. He refused to go. Well, come to find out he had COVID. She was, Check her and the other maid. Nope, they're in good shape. Now, my daughter has respiratory trouble, so that's one thing. Uh, my son was locked down because he got sick, and the first test was positive, so they locked him down. And, you know, over the weekend, so he lost, he lost about five days' work before they cleared him. They said second test was, you know, he, he didn't have it, but because... He works for the city, so because he did not have it, the COVID, uh, they did not uh, pay him for this time off. Uh, the it, it just it to me, it's going on almost a year since I've seen my grandkids. Because I've self, uh, my wife's seventy, I'm sixty-three, and uh, our our youngest granddaughter's uh, uh, six, and I, I I mean it's killing us. Uh, what I would like to know, really, I mean, it's just like when they talk about motorcyclists dying, they also include this one little note. Oh, they had a helmet on. Of course, down here in South Carolina, you don't have to wear a helmet. But they still include that in, in the report, in the news report. I'd like to know how many of these people with, that are contracting the COVID were faithful mask wearers. Yeah. You know, if that, that's what... You know, that's what we need to know. It's ironic that they're starting to, it's starting to rise because people are naturally doing what they've been asking everybody to do, and that's go home, go home and stay inside. Why? Because it's getting chilly. Uh, it's, uh, you got school, you got, you know, um, you're, and you're not going to stop the hen and the shin. But, uh, I, I really, uh, your governor, uh, in Kentucky, he's still at it. I, I see. Was, they're actually doing what he's asking. I mean, when everybody goes home, you're not safe. You know why? Because U.S. mail keeps dropping off all kinds of packages. I've got a foot soft. I don't bring them in the house and put them on the porch. All these advertisements and political ads. My box is full of this stuff. And I put it on the porch. I dig out the mail that's important. And But what's on those? And you got everybody stuck in the house, and then the mail sends this stuff to you every day. So, and they, so the biggest, the biggest lie there is is a, a scientist said a COVID uh, expert. I mean, obviously, it seems like the only experts there are are the experts that that are disagreeing with the president, of course. But uh, yeah, I think. I think it was a long time ago, buddy. It's getting on close to a year ago that you and I sat there and talked about that. I mean, at the same time, though, are they not trying to tell us that as far as like your mail and your packages from Amazon and all that? Yeah, it, it, 
early on, they were telling people to wipe their packages down, even wipe your groceries down when you're coming home from the grocery. Yet now they're saying, well, the, the virus doesn't live that long on uh, those sort of surfaces, you know. So, and then of course, and, the ex- and then of course, we've gone from the the initial premise of flattening the curve. Remember, that's what it was all about. We just we did not want to overwhelm the hospitals. Now, anytime they see a spike, it's I'm not hearing flatten the curve. I'm hearing we just we got to shut it down because the numbers are going up. Yeah. There is no such thing as a COVID expert because, like I said, my daughter, she's very vulnerable. She's a heavy smoker and respiratory problems, two weeks with a man with COVID, and she did not contract it. How many of those doctors that had the mask, the gloves, the shirt, they still contracted it? So there's no, there's no guarantee for anybody, no matter what you do right now. There's no simple plan. It works on everybody different, apparently. All right, I'm going to sit back and copy the rest of the mail, Tim Four. All righty, thank you very much, Chef Guy. Good to hear from you. So as, uh, what's his name, Philip, Philip there in Florida mentioned, another successful SpaceX launch this past day with the, uh, the whole Starlink satellite network, which ultimately there's going to be thousands of these things. Uh, but uh, according to Elon Musk, yeah, they're almost ready to start building a permanent human settlement on Mars. Not the moon, but Mars. With their massive Starship rocket. Uh, they are on track, currently they say, on track to launch their first uncrewed mission uh, to the Red Planet in as little as four years from now. Uh, Musk said on Friday, I think we have a fighting chance of making that second Mars transfer window. Yeah, the window he's talking about is a launch opportunity that arises every 26 months for a mission to Mars. NASA, China, the United Arab Emirates all launched missions to Mars in July of this year. So that next window opens up in 2022, uh, with Musk referring to the 2024 Mars launch opportunity. Now, this would be uh, on the SpaceX Starship vehicle, the reusable rocket and spacecraft combo that right now is under development at the South Texas facility. SpaceX is also planning... Uh, to use Starship for missions to the moon. Uh, that's starting in 2022, uh, as, well as, as well as point-to-point trips around the Earth. Very ambitious plans. Musk has long said we need to establish a permanent self-sustaining presence on Mars uh, to ensure the continuance of consciousness as we know it just in case the Earth is left uninhabitable by something like a nuclear war or an asteroid strike. Uh, SpaceX doesn't have any plans to actually build a base on Mars. As a transportation company, their goal is uh, to simply ferry the cargo and the humans to and from the Red Planet. So somebody else is going to have to figure out the, the capabilities of actually 
developing a base on Mars. SpaceX is taking on the biggest single challenge, though, which is the transportation system. That's all sorts of other systems that are going to be needed. Had some kind of a convention last week talking about all this development. So we're landing on an asteroid tomorrow, if all goes as planned, with NASA. Maybe headed to Mars, the moon, and where else? In the not-too-distant future. All right, look at about 7 before the hour. It's 888-860-8785. 860-TRUK. Back after this on America's Trucking Network. When you drive a truck for a living, the rest of your life can sound a lot like this. Standing by Sarah's locker for third period, and Dad, Rachel tells Casey that to be like Sarah, which is like, seriously, do you even know where he's talking That's why Progressive Commercial gives you unlimited towing, so you can get to a qualified repair facility and back on the road stat. Evan tried to act like he didn't care, but you could tell he totally cared when he never tried to Get quick and easy savings at ProgressiveCommercial.com. Which is why I'm probably going to need your credit card. Okay, love you, Dad. Bye. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates covers reasonable expenses included with physical damages coverage. So if you're a a, a gun enthusiast, like going out to the gun range, whatever, a a hunter in general, you, you probably know more about this. Several weeks ago, I shared a story from... You know, one of our listening friends about a gun a gun shop just up the interstate, up in Dayton, Ohio, uh, where they were saying they were having a difficult time keeping ammo on the shelves. And according to the story over the weekend, uh, it's uh, this is not a localized thing. It's it's kind of a national, a nationwide ammunition shortage. Uh, this particular story is out of Burlington, Vermont, it's hitting home at some gun stores. And uh, they're now actually putting limits on how much you can buy on any given day. Ike Bendavid uh, reports, what is causing ammo to fly off the shelves? The ammo aisle at Paro's Gun Shop in Waterbury has some empty shelves. Normally, they would be full with different selections as opposed to bulk quantities of any one style. Uh, He says he's having a hard time getting ammunition into the store for all types of guns. A lack of supply, but plenty of demand from gun overs who are looking to stock up. If people are looking for shotgun ammo this time of year, uh, it is in short supply, he says. Uh, As people run out of the defensive rounds... Uh, They then move into the practice rounds, and when the practice rounds run out, they move into the hunting rounds. Uh, His store is even putting restrictions on how much you can buy per day. If we don't put restrictions on, then there isn't any ammo available for anybody. So why are people stocking up? Well, they say it's, it's kind of the perfect storm between the pandemic the hunting season, and it's election time. It's a similar story at R&L Archery, according to uh, the store's owner there. Definitely seen a lot of holes in the industry this year. Ammo in general has been difficult to come by. And because of the shortage, that store has also limited how much customers can buy. 
You come in, you can only buy a certain number of boxes, a certain number of bullets, depending on what's in stock, which really kind of takes the fun out of it, he says. Unfortunately, or ultimately, we're making everybody a little unhappy instead of making a couple of people very happy. I guess there, there are those that want to load up the cart, right? Just buy whatever's left on the shelf. Uh, back at Perro's gun store, uh, he says the reason for the slow restock is a supply chain issue and the nationwide demand. There is some progress being made. We're starting to slowly see stuff come back into stock, but uh, it's not across the board. And actually, we have no idea how long this is going to go out. And they've got photographs out of the gun store with yeah, a lot of empty shelves, a lot of shelves with just a limited number of boxes on the shelves. So not just a local thing. It's all over the country, apparently. Yeah, and I know different areas around the country, uh, as they say, the hunting season gets underway. Talking a little bit about that last Thursday morning. And, uh, okay, we'll kind of wrap things up here on a Monday morning. I'll be watching closely what's going to be happening uh, along uh, the Florida coastal areas. I'll be watching for possible development this week. And a couple of models are showing Florida could see something coming up on the western side of the state, which they have not seen thus far this year. Have a great Monday. See you back tonight here on America's Trucking Network. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.